Steph. What's going on, man? I'm doing good, Tom. How you doing, man? Good. How's your summer going? It's going great. Another summer rehab, but everything's uh, on schedule, ready for the training camp coming up pretty soon. So we're excited. I bet you're getting sick of the another summer of rehab. <laughs> yeah, two in a row, but uh, you know, it's something you got to deal with. And I'm gonna be a better player next year and be on the court healthy, so ready to go. You been getting out there and playing any five on five yet? Uh, now this week I started some one-on-one competition uh, situations just to work my way up to five on five. So we still have five weeks left before training camp starts. So um, we're really in no rush to to get to that point. It's just uh, take it step by step with the next uh, month, and we'll be ready to go. Were they able to diagnose the problem last year as to why you kept re-injuring the same ankle? Um, not really. They just ruled out any structural damage or any kind of red flag that uh, would cause further or more uh, serious surgery. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I had so many sprains and didn't really give it that much time until the the last bit of last season, they give it that much time to to heal, um, that was probably the biggest thing. So knowing that I've had the last four months to get right, there's no no reason I should be ready to go by, uh, by training camp. In your head, what's the severity of when well, we've seen you come down on feet before, but last year a few times we also saw you sprain the ankle just twisting it wrong. Let's say you'd uh, step on the three-point line wrong and it would twist. <laughs> How does that feel compared to coming down on the ankle? Is it similar in the pain? Do you feel like you need to be out as long? Just take me through that. Um, well, with laying on somebody's foot, you know, obviously they think the, the force that you're putting on that, all your weight's coming down. And sure. Um, landing on one foot on on your know, twisted ankle that that is more severe. It's just it gets mentally um, more concerning for me when I was doing it the other way, where I'd try to plant, like you said, on the three point line. You know, those trip you up sometimes, and uh, <laughs> just just trying to plant and change directions. That was probably just more mentally frustrating. Yeah. Um, I guess you call it painful, but uh, then the other way, but. It's hard to diagnose on a case by case. You just gotta know when you feel right and ready to go. Um, I haven't really been good at that. Just yeah. trying to be competitive and play. So that's just uh, my thing for getting through this uh, through this um, last bit of spring. Yeah. Well, that has to be. And we're talking to Steph Curry here on Cambio. That has to be even more frustrating when they can't tell you why this is happening. Because if they can't tell you why this is happening, they can't tell you what you need to do to make sure it doesn't happen again. Exactly. And that's. Uh, you know, kudos to our athletic training staff at, at the Warriors for um, going through exhausting all options um, with the surgery I had, uh, especially Dr. Furkle down in L.A. who did my surgery, um, you know, making sure that we did the scope and went in and checked out all the structural uh, components of my ankle and, you know, like I said, ruling out anything that could cause future problems and just trust in the rehab that I've done this summer to get ready to go. When watching the Dream Team this year, or the fourth incarnation, sixth incarnation of whatever it was this year, win Olympic gold over in London, is that something you aspire to someday, playing for the Olympic basketball team? For sure. 2016 in Rio is definitely a goal of mine. I'll be, uh, I think, about 28 at the time, so it's still relatively young, ready to you know, represent the country. Hopefully I get that opportunity to, to uh, you know, help the team and, in some way that I can and, and uh, be a part of, the, you know, win another gold medal. So that's definitely a goal of mine. I'm looking forward to uh, that opportunity.
I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, let's see, 2016, USA, cross my chest, it'll be summer in Rio. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Hard to turn now, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. You kidding me? I'll be right, I'll be right there with you. I'll be weighing about 290 at the time. I'll just go down there and just hang out and see what's popping down in, in Rio. Talk, <laughs> talk a little about this team. I was talking to Bob Fitzgerald before we started the show, and I said this is a team that maybe in the last two decades possibly, it's the deepest team the Warriors have had and the most well-balanced team in that you have some size and some depth in the backcourt, some size and some depth in the frontcourt, a good bench, a actual center instead of somebody playing center that's a, a power forward. I mean, when you look at this team, what do you see? You pretty much hit every every bit of uh, every aspect of our team. We have um, the deep, the depth of our of our team is probably the most uh, you know makes me the most optimistic, just because our practices are going to be intense. They're going to be competitive, um, and we're going to become a better team just off of that. And then when you get into competitive into games and knowing that uh, you know, regardless of, of an injury here or there or a, um, a slump or something like that, we have the talent and the depth to to get back and and still compete, you know, consistently throughout the whole season. So we got a combination of some veteran guys, some young young talent that we've got through the draft, and you know, there's no reason why we should make the playoffs. And I think it's a real uh, kind of expectation for us within the locker room to uh, to go out and make that happen. I see you're doing a basketball camp here in the city with your dad. It's going to be coming up in about a month or so over at uh, San Ignatius High School, 22nd, 23rd of September. You're also doing a golf tournament to benefit the Thanks USA organization. That'll be the 24th over at the Presidio. When it comes to the basketball camp, who's going to be teaching the defense, you or your dad? I think we're going to ship my mom in and she might do that. <laughs> she might take over that station. So we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with those camps. That'll be a great opportunity. I think it's a very unique situation having a father-son component so uh, or father-daughter. Um, you know, so it should be a lot of fun and, and uh, you know, a good two days of, uh, of learning and, and competitive competition. Can your dad still hang with you on a game of horse? Yeah, we played in the garage, actually, or in the driveway at his house um, last week before I came back out to the Bay Area. Um, game took a took a while, but I, I finally won, so um, he can still shoot it, though. Don't let him fool you. He still has a, has a jump shot. See, I'm guessing at some point, Steph, when you're a father, I mean, you want to see your son do well. You want to see him make it to the NBA. You go to college, do all that stuff. And then at some point, maybe you're – uh, your pride starts kicking in and saying, you know what, okay, that that's enough of that. Now I actually want to go out there and win. I don't want to let him kick me around. I know I'm getting a little bit older, but i got to put my flag in the ground occasionally. And I'm, I'm imagining your dad isn't, like, giving you big hugs and high fives when you beat him anymore. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> compare it to how I feel about my, my younger brother, Seth the Duke, now. <laughs> so when we play, I have that same mentality. So Is there any trash, to- any trash talking going on during the horse match? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All, as much as I can think of. Um, so I, I got to, I got to, you know, show him that he's taught me well. And even if that means I beat him, I beat him. What is your go-to shot? If you need one shot, you feel like okay, I'm on S. All I need is that E, or maybe we're both on S, and I have the ball. What's your one go-to shot that you feel like if I can make this, game's over? Actually, 
it's just just a straight on bank shot three pointer from the top of the key. So for some reason he has he only likes to see the ball, you know, touch nothing in that. When you add a little element of off the glass, he kind of struggles with that one. Well, I saw that uh, a lot when I was back there in Charlotte. It didn't touch a lot of didn't touch a lot of rim when he was shooting it. Talk a little bit about how you got hooked up with Thanks USA. Uh, that based out of D.C. where my agency is, and education is a big component of my family, a big priority. So the fact that they raise uh, money for scholarships for uh, the families and children of active duty military personnel, um, you know, that's I don't, I don't have any family in the military right now, but just the fact that they uh, provide opportunities for, for the families to, to pursue education, um, higher education, and and, and offer scholarships. I've met four or five uh, recipients of scholarships and just their faces and knowing that they have an opportunity to advance themselves, it, it means a lot. So whatever we can do to help that cause is great. No, that's good stuff. Hey, Steph, before I let you run, just give me your thoughts on Andrew Bogan and what it's going to mean to have a true center on the team. You had Kwame Brown last year, who I thought did a really nice job defensively before he ripped his, his pack. You're going to have another guy down there that can guard big guys in the post. You won't have to help as much. A guy that can pass, play a little high post, give you a little offense, block some shots. I mean, a true, legitimate center. What's that going to mean for this team? He's going to be our anchor. Um, I think if you look not only at his talent, you know, his skill set and, and what he can do on the floor, but putting him with a guy like David Lee, um, they're both probably the two best passing big men in the league, I guess, behind Pau Gasol maybe, but um, the fact that they can spread the ball, dominate the post, uh, especially defensively as well, just having that presence inside, um, it'll be it'll be a different look for us and something that we haven't had here for a while. And I think um, it'll be a, a good look for us on the defensive end to uh, to have consistent efforts uh, every night. Hey, Steph, always appreciate the time. Best of luck the rest of the summer, and I'll look forward to catching up with you when camp starts. I appreciate it, Tom. All right, Steph, take it easy. Steph Curry, and if you want more information on either the basketball camp, and believe me, you'll have a good time. I mean, Steph's a really cool dude, and his dad is super cool as well. I don't know how much defense you're going to learn in the camp, but you will learn how to become a better offensive player. That I can guarantee you. www.stephencurry30.com. That's www.stephencurry30.com.